It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of The Table. Uh, my name is Jason Squires, I'm the host of, the, of this podcast. Um, and this month we're doing short episodes as it's December and you guys have a lot going on and so we don't want to keep you any longer. Um, but our, our hope is that this is a resting place for you where you can come, learn a little bit, be encouraged and continue on on this, what can be a lot in this month. And this this week I'm joined by my good friend, Brian Tabor from Worship Probs. Brian, how's it going, man? It's going great, man. It's going great. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Are you guys in the winter, the winter wonderland of Indiana yet, or is it still good weather? You know, it's, here's the funny part. It's 55 today, which is, you know, That's... tomorrow, tomorrow it'll be, you know, 20 or something. It's ridiculous. So <laughs> um, my wife, we try to take one night every year in December and do like date night. So that's tonight. And we're going to like the big light display at the art museum and, and it'll be a good night for that. So it's not yeah. always this warm when we go to that. So I'm glad for you're that. Like, yeah, and when you're in that kind of weather, usually, and it's 55 in December, you're wearing shorts. You're wearing shorts and flip flops. It's like winter. <laughs> right. exactly. 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 Now, 55 in California, I'm like wearing a sweater and you know shoes and pants. Oh sure. Because I'm not yeah. used to that. I mean, we're no we're, cool, we're, we're cooling <laughs> we're cooling off into the 50s, and <laughs> so that's amazing. Hey, um, for like the three people on earth that don't know who you are, um, why don't you tell us, tell us about you and, um, kind of where, where you're at. You've been on the podcast before, but, uh, you're a, you're a known entity of people that like to make people laugh. And so uh, tell us, tell us about you. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Um, so I've been a lifelong worship pastor, you know, for probably 25, 26 years and, um, Back in 2016, I got a, a little old lady chewed, you know, pulled me aside and kind of chewed me out one Sunday for something we had done. And I don't remember what it was, but um, I just, after she left, I kind of stood there and laughed and I thought, man, I, I can't be the only one who's living this today. You know what I mean? So I started a uh, meme account for worship leaders on Instagram called Worship Leader Probs. It's now called Worship Probs. And, um, yeah, so we we just meme uh, the funny situations that worship leaders and production leaders find themselves in, and you know we create a lot of those for ourselves, on, honestly. And so <laughs> we, we make we make memes about those, and then we have a podcast and and uh, places where we get into like some deeper, uh, more serious conversations. But the, the laughter is we we jokingly say laughter is like the gateway drug to to get you uh, involved in a deeper conversation. So yeah, so that's I stepped into that full time on uh, May first of twenty two, and yeah, so this is my uh, my full time job, which sounds ridiculous. My dad passed away in twenty fifteen, and if I had to explain this to him, he would he would not get it on any level. Full-time memer. Are you a full-time yeah, exactly. memer? Exactly. Oh, my I I've told you this before, but my 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 literal full-time goal and goal in life 
is to never be a never be a source of your <laughs> of your content. That's if anything I can do to never be a source of your content is the is I've the I've got is people the, all over looking out for something from you. So that's you right. Know, I'm, I yeah, pull it down exactly. fast when it's. When, <laughs> Uh, I was like, get that offline, Brian's coming. It's that <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Hey, well, this is a busy month. I think everybody mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, little known Jason Squires fact is that my first church I ever worked at first time on staff at a church leading worship was the first Sunday in December. Oh, I don't recommend oh, it. Man. I don't. Oh, hindsight <laughs> should have totally joined in January. Oh like, my let's gosh. put off December. Let's just join in January. So I think I got thrown into the thrown into the deep end as like you've never actually been on staff at a church before. Wow. Good luck, you know. Um, no kidding. No kidding. I remember it was. I mean, literally the beginning of January, I was like, "Oh, this is why people do this." Because last month I would have never continued if I'd have known yeah, that. Right. right. No <laughs> kidding. Oh man. My gosh, uh, I remember my first December. I'm sorry, I interrupted oh, you. Go ahead. My first December, uh, I was I was part time. And like an interim. And this was a, a church of like 13 or 1400. And, and so my wife walks up to me and goes, Hey, what are you planning for Christmas Eve? And I said, I haven't even thought about it. And she goes, Brian, <laughs> Christmas Eve is a really big deal. And I was like, is are it? you kidding me? People come to that. And she was like, yeah, people come to that. So man, I can't imagine. I didn't start on December 1st, but golly, that's a, that's a wild time to start. I can imagine that first staff meeting. Okay. Welcome. You're welcome. Now let's, let's talk about the month. What we planned for you actually before you started. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh man. Oh man. that Yeah. That first staff meeting was a, was a fun one. You know, they were like, we got to get them in before December and like, we got to get them in starting December. Like we need someone here for December and like, oh. um, that's so oh i think yeah that's anyway there's so much there's so much there that yeah anyway yeah but uh so hey so christmas like we talked about it's a full season what would you say to the worship leader right now who is like already feeling tired or overwhelmed and just like i have i have to i have so many things going on and i need to just i don't know what to do like i don't know there's not enough time in my day Mm. and there's expectations that are being placed on me that i can't meet or i'm hoping to try and meet um, what would you say to that worship leader who's just like feeling feeling that burden today? Well, the first thing I'd say is you you are the most normal person on earth. Like mm-hmm. being overwhelmed as a worship leader or production leader or whoever whatever you're serving in in December, being overwhelmed in those roles makes you absolutely normal. Okay, so don't feel like you're some kind of alien who can't you know handle the workload, uh, because that's not the case. There's just so much extra, uh, coming at us. Um, I it's, so it's totally normal to, to feel overwhelmed. I think I would, I would say to them, take a breath, Yeah, you know, take a breath. If you need to talk to your pastor and say, you know, I've been here every night for the last nine nights or whatever it looks like in your situation, I need an afternoon to, uh, maybe get out, take a walk. I need to go be with my wife, my kids, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, good, clear communications. And that, and that really is, it is absolutely okay for you to have that conversation and to talk about some, some boundaries, you know, you have to find, you have to find what are those things that, that kind of help to center you. Uh, you know, certainly you need to be walking with the Lord, reading in the word. Those are the things that, 
um, that refill us, you know, we need to serve out of the overflow of all of those things, all, like our walk with the Lord and all that. I, uh, so I would say, you know, find those things that fill you up, you know, f- what, what is that? So, um, man, I don't know. Are you a sports guy? Watch a ball game or watch a watch half of a basketball game or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, do you like to cook? You like, you like food, you know, find a, find a place where you can go take an hour and, and just, you, you've got to recharge. You've got to stop. You got to take a breath. But I, I would, I would say if you're overwhelmed, uh, you're, you're absolutely normal. And, and maybe you will, you will learn some things in that overwhelmed, you know, place that you can put into practice for next year. Yep. And you can learn from, you know, like, like after I experienced that first Christmas Eve, I was like, oh, okay, totally get it now. So I'm going to start, deal. <laughs> I'm going to start in October or September or whatever yeah. that looks like in your setting. And, um, you know, so yeah, kind of learn from that, you know, find, yep. don't be afraid to talk to somebody about it. If you're married, talk to your spouse about it or talk to your, your pastor, your friend, you know, talk to the worship leader down the street. Hey, can we go grab coffee? 20 minutes. Talk to me about how you're managing this, the the expectations of this season because they are absolutely real. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. And I, I love, um, that's getting it out, like, you know, and not internalizing it. Like I'm making sure that uh, making sure that you're talking things through. You mentioned like your talk to your pastor, talk to your spouse, talk to your friend. I think one of the big things in ministry is that uh, you need an inner circle. Like I people, there's people that need, you need that inner circle of, of people you can trust Absolutely. and um, developing, hoping you have that if not. Um, but it's, it's making sure that those, those, those safe people that when it's like, I'm okay, it's okay to not be okay. And absolutely. Have ready. a mentor, you know, if you've got a mentor, yep. you know, you need people who have access to your life who can ask you, I think it was John Maxwell who used to tell this story about it and like accountability kind of mentor relationship he had. And they had given each other, um, the permission to ask these three questions every time we were together. And I don't remember exactly. I don't remember the three questions. I remember one of them was like, have you, are you taking care of yourself? You know, have you, like, have you looked at something you shouldn't have looked at? Are you, have you abused your leadership in any way? You know, I mean, these were, these are not like, what's the best, you know, drink you've had at Starbucks this Christmas. Yeah. I mean, these are hard hitting and, you know, giving somebody permission to ask you those questions. That's, that's for guys, especially that is not always comfortable, but there is, there's life on the other side of that. Uh, that you can you can find when you find somebody and like you said you got people walking with you you've got they've got access to to the to the details of your life so good one of the things i love doing you mentioned uh date night with your wife going out to look at christmas lights mm-hmm. like i um i love when like my, my kids are in bed the house is quiet and we turn i turn all the lights off in the house except the christmas tree and just sit there's some magic Absolutely. that happens that like yep. In that moment that it's like when the when the Christmas tree is the only thing lighting up the room and mm-hmm. nobody's making a noise, you know, you know, you're just sitting there kind of staring off and yeah. using that opportunity to to um just kind of be re encouraged about what Christmas yeah. is all about, yeah. but also um it's the quiet and just that one that one light that's in across the room 
that uh, kind of brings that space. And now, um, how do you find and communicate the wonder of Christmas with songs that we sing once a year and a story that we've told numerous times? Because, I mean, it's a hard, I mean, we're, oh, man. it's a hard thing it to is. do to go, it is. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the oh, Newborn. Man. Like, it's just like, there's, there's memories that people attach to the songs yep, and it, yep. it's, it, which makes it more about, I remember Christmas with my grandpa or, you know, that type of a thing, as opposed to the wonder and the beauty and the, and the story that's behind Christmas. Um, what do you kind of, how would you approach that and think through that? It's hard, man. I, I don't think there's a silver bullet for that. Other yeah, than yeah. Just the, the hard work of, of looking and looking. I think we can all, give thanks for Paul Balash and those Christmas worship CDs. I mean, uh, you know, God protect Paul Balash. What a, what a great gift uh, he gave us all. You know, I, I think it's really difficult. And so I'll tell you a story at the last church I served um, when I was meeting with my pastor one day, um, you know, he used to always talk about, uh, you know, the annual like stewardship series or something on giving. And he was like, how many ways can I tell these people it's, you know, it's biblical to, to be involved in stewardship, you know, yeah. to, to give or whatever. And I said, um, so we were, we were meeting about Christmas and I, I'm, I'm walking through the flow and he looks at the order and he says, Hmm, that, that song, did you, have you done that before? And I was like, do you remember your conversation with me about the stewardship series? And for you saying how many different ways, that's how I feel about Christmas. And so have I used that song before? Absolutely. And here's the thing. I think we, I think we create expectations for ourselves that no one else creates for us. Now, my pastor's unusually, he was unusually kind of dialed into songs and he loved special music. And so if it was, if it was like a solo to somebody, he, he had all those like cataloged in his mind, but like, it, okay. So by the time you get to Christmas Eve, man, how many times you think you've listened to those songs? 25, 50, whatever, whatever your number is, yep. um, you've listened to them that many times. Well, your congregation, they've heard them once as you're doing them. And so like, if you're driving in your car and you hear something that you really, a song that you really enjoy, as soon as that song ends, what's the first thing you do? Play it again. Play it again. You hit rewind, play it again. And so I think a lot of times we create this expectation that everything has to be completely brand new every year. I don't think that's true. I think you can reuse things. I think you can repackage things. I think if you had a girl sing it last year, have a guy sing it this year. You know, yeah. there are, there are ways to, to do that. But in terms of finding things, you know, like if you were like in my shoes, by the time people were releasing Christmas music, it was almost too late for me to use it that year. That, that was a really difficult time. So you've got to walk that balance and walk that line. But man, I just, I think you got to get out there and hustle and look for them uh, if you want to introduce something new. But I do think, I don't think there's anything wrong with repeating. And like you said, people, people attach memories to that. Yeah. Like maybe they, and maybe they attached a memory to something you did with it. And so repeating that is a great thing. Brings that back up again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's the Christmas season. It's like you have 11 months of the year. I mean, even Easter isn't, I don't feel like is, is there's, I don't, I don't feel like there's as much um, like what Easter should look like on Sunday morning as there is, as what Christmas Eve should look like. 
Christmas Eve tends to weigh weighs a lot more than people go Christmas and Easter are the two big Sunday two big events for worship leader. But I think I'm like Christmas is a lot bigger of a of a thing because like Easter it's like we just you know we did our Easter Sunday and it was everybody was happy and and so um, that's where a a lot more secular uh, people people who aren't people of faith many of them celebrate Christmas and so I think probably very few of them celebrate Easter. Um, we, we want them all to celebrate Easter, right? Right, we right, want, right. We want, we want them all to, but I, you know, Christmas is a thing in many houses that would not claim Christ. And so you're right. I think that, you know, that there is, there are expectations that come with Christmas that maybe don't come with other holidays. That's for yes. sure, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Right. Isn't that, it's just, <laughs> and then, and then you go, we signed up for this job. And then, I mean, right. Right. <laughs> don't worry every worship leader listening january's yeah. coming it is. and then you you know you'll be on the other side of this and i but, will say i think there's hope too if you, the longer you do it the more you have a chance to think through systems and you know processes and planning and all of that i think there is hope that you can maybe not just hope to survive christmas but you get to a place where you can actually experience it along with your family and your congregation and all of that too. So man, if you're overwhelmed this season, don't lose hope. Um, you know, don't, and don't quit, don't, you know, don't quit the Monday after Christmas Eve or whatever. Don't do that. Um, but because there, there is hope, there is light at the end of the tunnel and, um, things will come easier in, in years to come. So good, man. Hey, as we, as we kind of wrap up today, um, I was, I was end our, podcast with a food question and since mm. it's the holidays so in the Tabor house and the Tabor family mm. what is a food dish that says it's christmas like you maybe it's a it could be bakery or like d- dessert it could be food what's what's something that you eat or drink that you're like mm, it's now christmas time what is that for you guys man i just go berserk with cookies at christmas time it's a problem. You know, it is a real, is a big, big problem. Uh, I think, okay, so there are these little white, like powdered sugar cookies. It's kind of like a shortbread with pecans in them, wedding yes. cakes, or in my wife's family, they call them like butter nut balls or something. I don't know if that's the official name. Those are one of the things that I can say, I'm not, I'm not an eggnog guy, but yeah. man, those cookies, when they are hot out of the oven and just rolled in that powdered sugar, oof. Yeah, is there, take, have you met a bad have, 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 have you met a bad cookie where you're like mm, not my not favorite really yeah not me really. either and and ice cream okay so you're you're from the west coast that yes tillamook yes the tillamook people came out with this like christmas cookie ice cream oh so so it's it's cookie dough ice cream except the cookie dough is not chocolate chip it's sugar cookie dough oh. and it has like bits of icing and it has like little crystallized things of sugar in it it is i'm heading to the store of this world it is not of this world it's not of this world it is so good man (laughs) so yeah we've been we've been hitting that pretty hard in our house this december so far hey no judgment no judgment it's that's that that that, that's that's how it should be that's really that's the way life should be enjoy it enjoy it you guys uh at worship probs you guys heading into christmas christmas meme mode is there 
You guys have some yes, some we stuff are, brewing. We are. We um, we've got some stuff planned, and we we do some short podcast as well. Just uh, you know, as like as you said in the beginning, you know, people are uh don't have a lot of extra time. So yeah, yeah we, we're working on on all of that good stuff and um working on some some cool stuff for uh for 2024 and um just excited, honored to get to serve this unbelievable community of people who serve the local church. So we absolutely love it. I love it. Best place to find everything Instagram and that's a good good starting yeah. spot. Instagram's a great starting spot. You know the in the link in our bio will it's a campsite link that'll give you access to all kinds of links and so uh yeah if you hit that you can find us uh uh instagram facebook threads uh, as worship probs yeah on tiktok we are still worship leader probs so yeah. you can find us over there on tiktok i'm not dancing um but oh come do, on sh- you know share some content to oh come on i need well. i need some yeah. brian Tabor dancing videos i think then, we need we need some uh some jay squad uh oh this is the throwdown this is a, this yeah, a, a right? dance off a dance off <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing hey man i appreciate you hanging out today appreciate oh, you honor. pouring, out, pouring into me. worship leaders and like you said getting to serve getting to serve the, the community that's serving Love the churches it. it's just a it's a great space to be yeah. and same to you same to you appreciate what you do thanks man i appreciate it All right, guys, have a great Christmas, and we will see everybody next week.